This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGTZ, and with me today, I have J-Mac. Hello. Also with us today, Laser Kid. Howdy, people. And lastly, we have Allison. Where is Alien? I was supposed to meet him for a killing today. Alien (laughs) ran into another accident. Oh dear. The lore of this podcast is just keeps getting better and better. The question is, how do we keep coming back from the dead? Uh, uh you know. We're demons. We're Muzon. Yeah, M- M- Muzon did it. Good old Muzon. Allison has Muzon powers. Confirmed. Yes. Allison, does that mean you have the galaxy brain? Nah. Uh. No, I just got the powers when he tried to bite me. Oh, no, that's kind of just kinky. But today we're not talking about Muzan or people getting bitten by Muzan. We are talking about Demon Slayer episode 24. 24. And we kind of joked last time that not much is going to happen in the next three episodes. But to be honest... A fair bit did happen in this episode. It did? Oh my gosh. Zenitsu, Zenitsu. Zenitsu is making making me regret liking him at this point. (laughs) God, Zenitsu was such a simp in this episode. (laughs) The the Zenitsu-tisms going on in this episode. On top of Zenitsu just being the, the master simp. Also, on top of Zenitsu just, like, succeeding at everything that the other two were failing at because it was girls that were doing it. That that was... Yeah. That was, like, chef's kiss perfection. But luckily, our episode doesn't start off with Zenitsu. It starts off with everyone's favorite fiery Hashira, Rengoku. Well, that... That's correct. Yep, he's getting ready to head out. Uh, apparently, uh, someone found a demon, but uh, he died before he could seal the deal. So Rengoku's going to go fix that for him. And he suspects that it's uh, um, Kisuke. Kisuke. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, Shinobu asks if it is, and he's like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, some uh, good uh, foreshadowing there. Yeah. Totally has nothing to do with the trade. Nothing, nothing at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Trains? Maybe. Trains are our friends. Yes, trains nothing have never hurt us. Trains. Uh, ever. Or boats, or planes. Especially if you're a Joe Star. Lots and lots of trains. Choo choo. But yeah, so Shinobu uh, sees Rengoku off, basically, and. Before Rengoku leaves, like, he asks Shinobu, like, why she's interested in Tanjiro. He's joking that, like, she will make him, like, a Sugoku. But, like, he he also knows that isn't the real reason, though. 
but like Shinobu was like, nah, you shouldn't be concerned. I'm not going to gobble him up or anything. Yeah. Shinobu might do something worse, to be honest. I mean, from what we've seen, yeah, it's possible. But then we pan over to the Kocho Manor, where Tanjiro, Zanitsu, and Inosuke are just kind of chilling and recovering. Zanitsu completely freaks out about his medicine. Yeah, as Zanitsu does, you can't have Zanitsu not screaming constantly about something. Tanjiro takes his medicine like a normal person, though. Yes, as you should. If you are sick or injured, be a Tanjiro. Don't be a Zanitsu. Only villains do that. Yeah. Only fifth be Zanitsu. Only simps do that. (laughs) Yeah, only fifths. (laughs) Zanitsu also accuses the medical staff of uh, giving Tanjiro favoritism. Oh, that's right. Yes, you gave him the good-tasting medicine. How dare you? Yeah, it's not like your arms are tiny and not going to recover if you don't take this shit-tasting medicine Zenitsu. No, not that at all. No, it's it's not like you have different conditions that require different medications. (laughs) And or that, you know, Tanjiro doesn't necessarily like the taste of his medicine. He's just not being a crazy Yeah, because, I mean, if if we know anything about Tanjiro, he's polite to a fault. Yeah, he, he kind of so, is. Like, even if something it, was wrong, Tanjiro probably wouldn't complain. Yeah. Because, like, it's medicine. You gotta have it. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Just, like, keep your Die. injuries? Die? <laughs> I mean, apparently, if I you're will, I will never have arms again, Zenitsu 2020. <laughs> now I'm just imagining Zenitsu for the rest of the series with no arms. <laughs> oh my god. He just, no, like, wields his, or, like, or, uh... He turns into Zoro. Yeah, he, he, he like, just clenches it in his mouth. No, he just has, like, these little T-Rex arms. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) But then Shinobu comes in. Or maybe this is later in the thing. You forgot about the OG, the legend. Murata. Murata. Oh, yeah. Our boy comes comes to visit Tanjiro because that's, that's just the kind of man he is. Yeah. I think it's introduced to Zenitsu, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Zenitsu keeps complaining about his medicine because Zenitsu is Zenitsu, and you can't stop Zenitsu from Zenitsuing. Yeah, and like, uh, Murata's like, oh, what's the, what the heck's up with the Nosuke? Why is he being a sad boy? Oh my gosh. Sad boy and Nosuke in this episode. Just, ow. Sad boy and Nosuke. Apparently, Murata, though, had to give a report to the Hashra, and he is saying that they're all lucky that they didn't have to do that, because yeah. apparently they were giving him the third degree about why Demon Slayer weren't doing their jobs, well, or I mean, why they weren't any good. I, I was I was giggling this entire time internally, because he do, it's like he didn't realize that Tanjiro had just been through much, much worse with the Hashira. <laughs> yes, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> right? But it just was that was just one of those little funny things. I'm like, oh boy, you don't know the half of it, Murata. <laughs> Yeah, and as he's complaining, and as he's complaining about like all of this and saying, "Oh, the Hashira is scary," guess who's behind (laughs) him? Oh, Shinobu. Shinobu That's Shinobu. Shinobu doesn't even probably even think anything of it. It's just like, "Oh, hi, what's up?" (laughs) It's like, "Oh, how you doing? You doing good?" (laughs) Just like yeets himself out of the building. Yeet. He sees himself out very fast. And we never saw Murata again. 
Who am I kidding? We're going to see him again. I haven't seen him since, but I've still got that gap to clean. Uh, that is how Murata died. <laughs> Murata died by fear of Shinobu. Not necessarily an unusual way to die. Who is Murata again? He's the Murata OG, is... the legend, the everyman yeah. demon slayer. He's the other demon slayer that they met in the forest whose troop had all died because they killed each other. Yeah, he's the one with, like, the bull cut. Oh, that guy. He was the one who was uh, nearly dissolved in that little orb and then came out naked. Uh, I mean, he's not really that memorable a guy. He's like Shinpachi Sumiro, where all you just remember him for is whatever he has on his face. Well, yeah, that, that's the point. He's just average demon slayer. Yep, he's average McDemon Slayer. Yeah, the everyman. He doesn't even have glasses, though. Nope. Are there any Demon Slayers with glasses? Nope. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Were glasses even around in that era? Yeah, kind of, maybe. It's 1800s, so it's not like they couldn't have any. They'd be like... The glasses right. would it too much sexiness. What if on had glasses? How would you feel about that, Allison? Would you hit a guy with glasses? If they're a dick, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Well, if on had glasses, though. I mean, that, like that would make him hot as fuck, but we'd still have to kill him. Would we? He ruptured. I mean, okay, we'll, we'll let him give us a few love bites, uh, maybe a nice <laughs> dinner, and then we'll kill him. <laughs> oh, boy. That's how that's how moves on finally. Yeah. Just be lucky we aren't talking about JoJo's, because that's like maximum sexiness. Laser and I have been watching JoJo a lot lately. Yep, we got him into um, Stardust now. It was really funny because I'm like, oh, look, he they were on the ship and I'm like, he's the stand user because he is sexier than the rest of them. And then he was right. (laughs) Like, he's too he's too flamboyantly gay looking to not be uh, a stand user. Oh, my God. I mean, Foxy Grandpa Joseph, though. Right. But yeah, once Shinobu enters the scene, <laughs> she asks kind of everyone how they're doing. And like, Inosuke's just still depressed. He's like, forgive me for being weak. Oh, God, that little transition with him is just hilarious. Sad boar. Sad, but hilarious. Her sad boar son. It was mm-hmm. his birthday this week. It was. Happy birthday, yeah. Inosuke. Yeah, and Zenitsu points out that Shinobu seems to have a lot of compassion for people, because, like, she even, like, cared a lot for the people who, like, returned to spiders back on the mountain. Yeah, like, he can hear that unique, like, a unique tone to her voice, because that's his... Yeah, she's scary, but also nice. Yeah, and then later on, uh, Zenitsu's just chilling in his room alone, and uh, Tanjiro and Inosuke come back from their training and they're completely wiped out. He's like, oh no, <laughs> I have to do that training tomorrow. What's gonna happen to me? Ah! And he's like trying to ask him and they just both like go to sleep and he's like, ah! Okay, so I have two thoughts on this. One, Zenitsu needs to come down, but two, they're not helping. 
Yeah. They are so not helping. Yeah, so, but Brian, if you're like so tired that you'd rather that you're the moment your head touches the bed, you just want to sleep. Are you really going to talk to someone about like what happened? No, but like you also don't go. Oh, I'm dead to the world. You just go. Oh, I'm tired. Punk. Punk. Yeah. But they were dead. <laughs> well, okay, fair, but yeah. <laughs> or even when they take him on the when they actually go the second time, they're all acting all creeped and out and afraid, and Zenith is all freaking out because they're freaking out. Yeah, but uh, as we learn the next day, the training is not what you'd expect. It involves no. like a basically being stretched stretched out through like reflex training. So like three of the girls like basically like kind of just stretch your muscles by like moving the different like limbs of your body um and then there's a game of tag where you have to like uh tag one of the girls and then the last one is like throwing a cup of like medicinal water on one of the girls like in a like game yeah you can block her from hitting you she can block you from hitting her and the goal is to hit her before she hits you with with medicated water yeah basically and Zinni's over to this one, he was super terrified, but then once he hears all these rules, he's like, uh, Tanjiro Inosuke, can I talk to you outside for a bit? Oh, man, and this is the most Zenitsu moment. This is, yes, Zenitsu having an absolute Zenitsu-tism. Yeah, he just screams about, how dare you lie to me about this? I thought you guys were suffering, but instead, you were in heaven! And he just completely and like he's like like he's poking and prodding Dungeon Girl, just like the girls are watching this happen and they're like, What the fuck are, did we get ourselves into? Yeah. I mean <laughs> Yeah. It's a really long screaming rant too. Like props oh, to Alex like Lay good, for like, being able to even do this. Like he actually posted it was like, good, like three minutes or so. Yeah, like he posted a video a of him like live recording this in the studio. And, like, man, it looked tough. Like, he also was drinking a lot of water for obvious reasons. But, like, <laughs> damn. But we got, some of the, we got some of the best Zenitsu expressions from this. Yeah, definitely. I love the part love where Zenitsu's like, like of here. course you don't understand how it is to be with a girl, Inosuke. You live <laughs> on a freaking mountain. I know girls. I fought girls. <laughs> Yeah, that that's not what he meant. But that could try. I, I, I'm just gonna say right now, Inosuke could fight me or Allison any other any day of the week. Yeah. Stick your swords in me, Daddy Inosuke. Yep. Well, there's an outtake. <laughs> but after uh, Zenitsu acts like a Zenitsu, he goes back in to the mansion. For the training and acts even more like a Zenitsu and a total freaking simp. A simp lord Zenitsu is at his worst. He's oh at full God. pleasure He's mode like, while the girls are like stretching him out. It's like, oh, he, 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 ha, ha. Oh my God. And, yeah. and freaking Inosuke and Zenitsu or, and Tanjiro are just getting the wrong. He's like, He's laughing through the pain. I misunderstood him. No, no, you didn't misunderstand him. He's just being a simp. He is enjoying the touch of a girl. <laughs> the most cringe part is like during the water cup like uh, oh, oh, training oh where he's like I can't throw this cup of like a beautiful lady. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. But the fact that he was like also so redonkulously fast and catching the cup like before, oh. oh my gosh, yes. No, Zenitsu, holy and and then what's her name steps in? Yes, Canal steps in and whoops all their asses. Cause like because Zenitsu gets through the training, that motivates like Inosuke and Tanjiro. But they can't beat Canal. Nope, no one can beat Canal. Yeah, and Tanjiro points out like he tried for like five days straight to like beat Canal and no luck. And it got to the point where like Zenitsu and Inosuke just straight up gave up. They're like, screw this, and just like stop coming to the trainings. Yep. And, and and then like they were bl- and then the other people were blaming Tanjiro for not bringing them with him or not trying hard enough to get them to come along. At first, it's more like, "Hey, uh, why didn't they come?" And then later, they're just like, "You know what? Screw it. We don't even care. Don't worry about those two idiots." Yeah, they're, they're, they don't matter anymore. Like they clearly mm-hmm. don't care at this point. They're stupid. They aren't dedicated like our good boy Tanjiro. But, like, Tanjiro's basically kind of hitting a wall here, like, he can't really figure out how to, like, get better and, like, essentially get good and beat Canal. But then, like, like, uh, several of, like, the... He asks her to help him, and she does, but, like, yeah. Yeah, it's still kind of, like, he's hitting the wall. But then, luckily, uh, three of the girls that were helping with the training, uh, mentioned to Tanjiro that he should try doing total concentration breathing... All the time. And apparently yeah, that they, all the Hashira can do it as well as uh, Canal. All the yeah, cool kids are doing it. You should do it like, too. And they did this like while he was like thinking of giving up or something. And they're like, they asked, they asked him that. It's not like he was thinking about giving up. It was more like how. He was going, how do I do? How do I get better? How do I get better? And he's so locked in thought, he doesn't actually hear them at first. Oh, that's right. Of course, this happens again later, but we'll get that to that. This is a, he, he's totally doing a, his uh, Izuku Midoriya, just completely the overthinking and not noticing the world around him. Yeah. Except, uh, except unlike Midoriya, he comes to no conclusions. <laughs> well, yes, because not, not everyone is Galaxy Brain Midoriya, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Tanjiro, Tanjiro starts like working on his total concentration breathing. Um, but he's having a lot of trouble because, like, it takes a big toll on him. And uh, if he does it more than usual, he will get easily worn out. Yeah, I think he said, like, if he did it more than, like, nine seconds or something like that. He's more than usual, whatever his usual was. I don't remember what that uh, is, to be honest. I think he said a specific amount of time, but I don't remember. Me neither. In the episode, yeah, it was more than usual, but he probably has given us a time frame before. Because it was similar to hold, like it, it's like a like it's a strain, probably not much unlike holding your breath. Um, you know where? Oh yeah, no, I believe that because I mean, he even talks about his breathing training later on into reference to fixing this problem. So mm-hmm. yes, this is probably akin to well, <laughs> you've only got so much lung capacity to do all this crazy shit. Yeah, well, yeah. and your muscles are only so strong at the time. Anyway. And speaking of lung capacity, um, after he's kind of, like, hit the wall a few times, he's, like, kind of reaffirming to himself that, yeah, I'm going to definitely do this. I'm going to learn how to do total concentration breathing all the time. The girls come back to him and show him the, these, like, set of gourds, and they're like, if you've mastered, like, 
tone with concentration breathing, you'll be able to shatter this giant gourd. Oh yeah, well, now there were these small gourds. Hmm? There was already there was first these small gourds, right? There were these small gourds. Yeah, Canal used these gourds in her training. When once she had mastered it, she could break her breath could break these gourds. And Tondra was like, "These gourds are really, really hard. What the heck?" Yeah, they're ex- extra thick gourds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Extra but the, and then, and then they show her the. the then they show Tondra the gourd that Canal can now break with it. And that thing is gigantic. That thing was as big as Tondro. In conclusion, Canal is too OP. Please nerf. <laughs> yes. When Tondro decides, all right, you know what? This is sort of like when I was training from the beginning. I'm just going to do little bit by little bit, and I'll get there. Yes. Yeah, but unfortunately, Tondro still can't get the others to return to training. Um, but it is what it is for now. And Tondro mm-hmm. starts training on the roof at night. Yes. Now, as an aside, before we get too far, canals. Actually, no. I can. This can wait. Never mind. We'll we'll wait on this. I can state it later. Yeah. So when he's on the tundra's on the roof, like he was kind of worrying about like his sword because it broke and what Hagane's uh, Zuka's gonna think. Because like <laughs> you destroyed my sword. <laughs> yeah. Hell, hell hath no fury like a sword maker scorned. Just remember, he's 37 years old! Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, that man intimidates me. And I don't. And I only see him on a screen briefly. <laughs> but then out of nowhere, Shinobu shows up. And she's just like, hello, uh, hello, how, how you doing? And, uh... And we have that happening again. He doesn't hear her for a couple of goes. <laughs> well, because he's concentrating. He's focusing, totally. Yeah. Yeah, he's but totally he does catch up, but he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, and then Shum was like, aren't you, like, uh, feeling lonely being up here? But Tanjiro said he's, like, fine, and uh, once he's, like, mastered the, the breathing technique, he can teach it to Zainitsu and Inosuke, like the good friend he is. But uh, Shinobu mentions that Tanjiro's soul is, like, uh, really beautiful, and Tanjiro kind of responds by asking why Shinobu, like, took him and the others in in the first place. And Shinobu basically explains that, like, because Nezuko is no longer a taboo subject and, like, the, their group had been terribly injured, it just kind of, like, made sense. And Shinobu wants to entrust her dream of befriending the demons to Tanjiro. But Tanjiro notices that Shinobu looks kind of angry and that he, like, always smells, like, anger on her, despite, like, her smiling all the time. Yeah, she's always smiling, but he always smells anger on her. Only Tondro would smell anger, but hey, it's Tondro. Tondro can smell anything. He's the ultimate dog. That was, like, really interesting. Yeah, and, uh, Shinobu kind of explains, uh, why that is, and it goes back to how her older sister was killed by a demon. And whenever she sees the sadness of others who have lost their loved ones to demons, she kind of gets angry about it. Yay. She even says this is likely true for most, if not all, of the Hashira. Yes. So, like, all of them have, like, some sort of resentment towards the demons or, like, something that really kind of motivates them to be Hashira in the first place. 
Um, but, like, she also mentions that, like, now Nezuko is, like, an exception to the rule. Like, she is a demon that exists despite the circumstances of demons, and she's not killing humans or eating humans, like, at all. Yeah, it's forcing a lot of the Hashiro to rethink the way they're seeing things, because, like, despite the best efforts to prove she's just a normal demon, she passed the test thrown at her in flying colors. Wow, how convenient. Yeah. And now we can talk about what I was going to say. Yep, I figured this is where you're going to chirp in on this. This is pretty Okay. So, considering that Canal is in total concentration mode, 24-7, and no one, like, none of the main three guys are able to dodge her or outsmart her or outwit her, anything like that, like, especially in that game of tag. Yes. Nezuko dodged every single sword strike. Yes. While running away in tiny Nezuko yes. form. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when would she be able to do some actual fighting, though? I mean, one. I don't know. But, like, when she's not a cinnamon roll. I don't know, man. I'm like, sure she does actual fighting later. I'm, I've been spoiled on a few things. And I'll, I'll put it this way if she was overutilized, if she, if she was utilized. More than she is right now. I mean, the time she when she's the way she's utilized right now. When she does something, it's a super impactful moment because she doesn't do things very very often. Most of the time, she's there to be cute and to be protected. But the times she actually does act have just that much more impact because it's so few and far between. Yeah, like in the moment, it's never really bothered me. Like I don't really think oh. Nezuko's not doing enough. That never really crosses my mind in the moment. But, like, upon reflection, it's like, huh, maybe she could have done more, but at the same time, it doesn't bother me that much in the first place. Yeah, I feel like, from a writer's perspective, it would take impact out of the things that she does do if she acted more often. I could see that point of view. Um, Because, I mean, Tanjiro doing a cool sword trick is run-of-the-mill every episode now. Well, except these episodes, of course. But um, Nezuko exploding blood has only ever happened once, and it was the most amazing shit I've ever seen. So Shinobu mentioned that her sister was a kind-hearted person, and, like, she had a lot of sympathy for demons, even when she was, like, dying. And because of that, that's why Shinobu wants to carry on her sister's dream of befriending demons, despite her animosity towards demons herself. And Shinobu admits, like, yeah, she's tired, and demons have done so many cruel things, but, like, she still wants to keep this dream alive, and uh, she asked Tanjiro to uh, protect his sister to the end. And it warms her heart that Tanjiro will be able to finish what she could not. And this really takes Tanjiro, like, aback. To the point where, like, he stops doing his total concentration breathing. And Shinobu even points it out. Because that's what Shinobu does. And then she leaves. Yeah. (laughs) She just yeets out of there. If this was Dragon Ball, I'd accuse her of using teleportation. Eat. But yeah, that's basically like the end of the episode. Like Tanjiro kind of just like reflects on everything and like reaffirms his uh, 
desire to turn Nezuko back into human for the, like, 50th time. And yeah, he goes, like, literally through each member of his family, like, I will turn Nezuko back into a human. Like, oh, wow, this again. I mean, yeah. yes, but... Okay, you're good for you, Tanjiro. We, we know you want to do it. You're a good boy. Ten out of ten. But yeah, that, that's the end of the episode. Man, we could have just saved that rant for, like, the... Shown an anime protagonist is a good boy. More at eleven. <laughs> yeah, that, we we had that taped to like the worst time because like literally we were at the end of the episode. Oh gosh! Sorry about the misunderstanding, alien. But yeah, um. I was really touched by Shinobu. Like, I, I knew about this, but I'd forgotten about it. It's a very important um, backstory in the future. I can see some of that already, but I'm sure it gets even more crazy more, further than where I am. But, like, it does. wow, just poor Shinobu. It all yeah. makes sense once the gap is felt, Laser. It literally oh, happens at the but beginning was- of the gap. Of course it does. But I was going to say, once that gap is filled, I'm just going to finish Demon Slayer at this point. Oh, you definitely will be able to, considering uh, yeah. the announcements that are happening. Oh, um, oh, have they announced the official end dates? Not an yes. official end date, but they promoted the next chapter after this week as Climax. Of course they did. Uh, and I won't be able to read it the ending live. That makes I mean, you could, but you would spoil the entire series. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of mad that like I won't be able to be be current with people before it's over. Well, you can just binge it and then talk about it on the podcast. Oh God, that's going to be a podcast. It's like I discuss everything about like the second half of Demon Slayer all in one go. Here's Laser's TED Talk on Demon Slayer. <laughs> God. Uh, God, I would do something like that. Tanjiro is Tanjiro. Inosuke is Inosuke. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> you forgot Zenitsu was the simp. And Nezuko Zenitsu- has to pee. And, and, if you are, and if you're ever going to be someone, don't be a Zenitsu. Or an Inosuke. Or really anyone that isn't Tanjiro. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I'd rather you be Inosuke than Zenitsu. I mean, if you're a no skater, you're going to get dependent. so much brain damage. Like, look at how many From trees your- he's rammed. <laughs> I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> he's only rammed those trees because Tanjiro hurt his hurt him with a headbutt. You've got to remember, Tanjiro's main method of hurting people that he's mad at is headbutting them. True. But anyways, as far as uh, this episode goes, it adapted like the tail end of chapter 48, the entirety of chapter 49, and roughly half of chapter 50. So it's definitely kind of a bit of a cut up of a bunch of chapters. And at this point, you can kind of tell like, yeah, we're near the end. They're kind of just like fitting in the remaining chapters. Just to yeah, we lead the us up to the next arc. We're past the climax and we're in the falling action where, where everything's kind of just resolving itself for now. Honestly, like, I expected this to probably be in, like, 
another season after this because it feels like a weird place to end the season. But I guess like because they already had the film in production, they're like, okay, let's leave them off with a little tease so that they go watch the movie. Yeah, you don't want, and plus you want to like give your or garner interest in the next season. And if you like conclude everything nice with a nice pretty bow, season two is going to feel just weird. Yeah, I mean, we, like we need people depressed in that theater when the train comes to hurt us Choo-choo. all. God, well, everything. Every, Brian and I have been watching anime lately, and every time, like, every, in every single anime we've been watching, a train happens. <laughs> Jared, it's, it's a sign. You have to read the train arc after episode twenty-six. <laughs> you got to do it, Jarek. Anime. I'm absolutely giving you that login info so you can read. Everyone is doing it, Jarek. Yeah, because like, first of all, JoJo went on a plane, and then they're about to go on a train. They went on a boat. Yeah, everything. Like we just went through, like the whole cavalcade of nothing bad ever happens on transportation in JoJo. <laughs> and you're only on part three. It only gets crazier. For oh, me. oh, yes, yes. Oh. We, we, we have not. I've, I, I've, five, I have three. sampled part four. Oh, part four and part five. That's when oh, it yes. gets. Uh, my sample of part. My sample of part four was when they fought a mouse that had obtained a stand. Oh god! He watched that when I was watching it. New that was peak ridiculous. <laughs> I fucking love it. Well, I've got part four ready for when part three ends. So that episode is run. why I started watching JoJo in the first place. Anyways, do we have any like any like other thoughts about this episode? Any significant like new people, voice actors at all? Do we know about the kids? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Who were the kids? I don't know. Oh crap! I okay. forgot about the kids. I mean, yeah, those could be newer voice actors. I thought Alien mentioned some of the kids last time, though. I, I think he might have because they, they were there. Oh, but you did also interview Bryce Peppenbrook. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I did. Yeah. Why didn't you talk so. about it earlier? I mean, Looks it's not really relevant to this episode. <laughs> yeah, that, that's more of a, hey, look, this is a thing that's coming. Yeah, plus, like, we announced it on Twitter already. Oh. Yep. When will this be out? I mean, it'll be out probably... Honestly, depending on when I finish editing the interview, the interview might actually be out before this episode. <laughs> it all I mean, depends on when, like, seen... Alien finishes editing this. Also, we're just I giving you alien out. board edit at this point. Hey, Bryce, you should listen to our podcast. Oh my gosh. Bryce is really dope. He's, like, super nice. He's also, uh, like, really like. into Demon Slayer. He watched it, uh, subbed. Uh, oh, wow. Before, wow. like, uh, the show. <laughs> yeah, the he knew exactly how to be a nose. So he knew exactly yeah. how to be a nose. He's also met, like, uh, Inosuke's Japanese seiyuu before, Matsuoka-san. So like he oh, he was all. like had like a lot of respect for Matsuoka-san, especially since wow. like Matsuoka also voices uh, Kirito. So he's like, oh my god, I get to oh voice like god, another Matsuoka. That, that's 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 a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, but it's wow. an interesting interview. So yeah, Matsuoka's got some crazy range, man. Alien's gonna totally murder us. Yes. What else is new? Alien, Alien Fire Force. Oh, I don't God. think that's going to trigger him. If you really want to trigger him, you say shield here. 
Shield Hero is the best anime. <laughs> so, do we have any like <laughs> overall thoughts about this episode? Like any any other thoughts besides what it we was? Um, it was better than the last one, but yeah, it's it was still a lot better than the last light. one. Yeah, like, um, it, it's I, definitely a lot of build-up, I feel, and like I said, it's, like, build-up for something that's not gonna even happen this season. I enjoyed it for giving us information without being an information dump. Yeah, it could have very easily been, like, I am Shinobu, and this is what happened to me and my family, and this is why I am the way I am. Bye. Well, Instead it, it was... Let's, but, I mean, not even... I'm not even talking about that, Brian. Like, just there were the, all the... There were a lot of these things that happened in there... That kind of showed us certain things rather than just telling us all in a giant letter. True. Like an information dump would be more like Tanjiro writing in his journal saying, oh, yeah, we also trained with these people. I could never catch her. But it turns out because she was in total concentration. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. We, we saw all this stuff happen, and that's what I liked. Yeah, that, that was a nice touch. I think the most memorable part for me is the conversation between Tanjiro and Shinobu, partly because oh, yeah, of what is. happens later on in the series. And, like, this conversation itself is kind of directly alluded to at one point. And, like, I remember when it happens, too, it's like, oh, my God, it is that scene. So it's, like, another really good, like, plan- like uh, piece of planning on uh, Gotage's part. So, like... It's nice mm. to see. Demon Slayer knows how to plan out its story like crazy well. And Ufo and Table knows how to animate even the boring bits like crazy well. <laughs> yes, they do. That they is are certainly true. Definitely an asset to all of this. <laughs> Makes these episodes a lot more bearable. Like, the, these episodes aren't bad by any means, but like, like we said last week, like, they aren't going to be action packed. It is mostly build up and you just kind of have to get through them and then go read the manga or just read the yep. manga because these slow chapters go by faster than 24 episodes in. Oh, yes, I mean definitely. either way everyone who's listening to this should go subscribe to Shonen Jump after episode 26 and read the manga I mean, or before I 26 right you know or before before it's not a bad idea there are so much to read and Two bucks a month for an endless manga. Let's be real here. You're never going to read all of that. I'm never going to read all of that. But it's I'm, defi- I'm going to read it all. That's my new goal in life. <laughs> Do it, Jermac. Do it. Make us proud. Make me proud. So episode 24, overall, we thought a fair bit happened, but really not much happened. Ren Goku is hot. Ren Goku oh. is hot. I can agree with that. But what happened was more impactful than last time, but not much. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, since uh, we've been going on tangents, we might as well plug our stuff and get out of here. So, J-Mac, where can people find you? Well, you can't really find me on Twitter anymore. Um, why not? <laughs> I have no idea. No, and we I don't know why. We no really idea. don't. Yeah. But anyway... You can actually still find me on Twitter at Queen Is He Gay. Oh, you can still find me on Discord, um, on YouTube, on Twitch as J Freak. But yeah, no. You, you, if you want to find me on Twitter, you have to go to my Drag Queen uh, Twitter account. So, yeah. I didn't know you were a drag queen. That's I cool. am. Mm-hmm. 
What form of dragging do you do? Oh my god. Um, we'll, we'll, save that for after the podcast. <laughs> we'll save that for after the podcast. And the laser, where can people find you? Uh, you can still find me on uh, Twitter because they have not banned me um, at uh, LaserKid Prime. And you can find me on uh, the Tsunami Faithful Discord as LaserKid, just kind of there hanging out. Chat with most people. It's fun times. If you're not on there, you should be. And Allison, where can people find you? Uh, currently on Twitter. Somehow not banned. At Nails900.twitter.com. Currently juggling, studying for exams, and grinding in the rhythm game hell. Where can they find you, me lord? People can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. I'm usually just on there talking about manga, uh, procrastinating on writing reviews, and not really sleeping that much because I have to write said reviews. So yeah, if you see me online at like 3am, don't worry about it. It's normal. Not healthy, but normal. You you can't see it, but I'm I'm like doing the whole shunning finger move movement right now. Despite you can't the fact stop that I can't stop me, J Mac. Hey, unless you fly to Minnesota I... during COVID and actually stop me. Oh hey, God! You know, despite the fact that I actually you know stay up to like six in the morning, so I have no room to talk. I'm still shunning. Yeah, you. now My you're a true game. legend. All hail! <laughs> I was up till like six in the morning last night too. So I'm like, nah. Why though? <laughs> Not because I wanted to be my sleep schedule. Nightmares. My sleep schedule is a nightmare too, but I'm not up till six a.m. <laughs> I fell asleep at nine in the morning. But anyway, let's neither here nor there. Let's finish this. Yeah, let, let me let's up. finish the plug. But aside from Twitter, you can find my manga-focused reviews over on all-comic.com, as well as my Tanami-focused reviews and articles over on ToonamiFaithful.com. So check out both of those places. But as far as the podcast goes, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayerPodcast.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash demonslayerpodcast and on the Tanami Faithful website itself at tanamifaithful.com slash demonslayerpodcast and the podcast is streaming on basically everything at this point Spotify, Apple Podcasts Anchor you name it, we're there so whatever you listen to your podcast on just look us up, subscribe and listen to our episodes but that about does it for this week so we will see you guys later later